Hello and welcome to the Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hein. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for your time. I say it all the time and uh, I really, truly appreciate you uh, giving us some of that valuable time. There's so many other things to do. There's so many other podcasts to listen to. And yet you are here listening to this Taking the Charge podcast episode. And it is unbelievably appreciated. Uh, this week, um, plenty of good stuff. A uh, little bit of bad news as well. Um, actually, with the recent uh, podcast that we had, um, I just want to let you know that if you, uh, you know, please uh, jump on takingthecharge.substack.com and become a subscriber. You can also become a paid subscriber. And with that, you get our weekly Taking the Charge Prospects podcast where we talk to a young talent uh, each week. And you also get the full archives of the Talking Talent podcast each week. Uh, we break down a couple of uh, with my with uh, sort of my army of scouts, I like to say. Uh, they come on and talk about, give some in-depth analysis about uh, about three players each week, and uh, the paid subscription gives you the full archives. Those uh, those podcasts are available for two weeks, and then they are put behind the paywall. And uh, so, plenty of of great of great content there. Uh, if you look at the price and say it's a little too much for me. I understand. Come to me. Drop me a message. Let me know what your thoughts are, and we can we can figure something out. Um, yeah. So let let's jump in to the episode. Uh, so this week our our our, in, our interview is with Himar Ojeda, the sports director of Oliver Berlin, and um, this is a, this is a gentleman I've I've known for for quite a few years now, and uh, it was fun to catch up with him. Uh, it's. I haven't done any traveling in the last two years, and uh, so it's um, so I haven't been able to see him at all. And but it was good to catch up with him, have a nice long conversation about uh, Aubrey Berlin, and there's a lot of stuff, and also about the German Basketball League, and you know there's a lot of stuff that he's doing there uh, at the club. Him and Marco Baldi, you know, must must also be said. Uh, he's you know really the the ringleader, the head over there, but. Um, I uh, wanted to talk to him about a lot of different things. And so there's a lot, not just Albert Berlin, uh, the club, everything else, uh, you know, there's a lot involved there. Uh, so uh, stay tuned to that. Uh, each week we, on this show, we we do a sort of a big three. I like to call it, uh, you know, a couple of things. We're, we're looking around uh, the world of basketball. And uh, the story we're watching is uh, U- Ukrainian team Prometei um, has actually taken their team and uh, moved them, moved both the men's and women's teams uh, out of Ukraine uh, because of a, uh, you know, politics and, and sports shouldn't always uh, mix, but it looks like, uh, you know, it's getting a little bit dicey there. Uh, with the conflict with Russia and the club president uh, announced on uh, on Facebook that uh, the, the the team uh, will be moving, the men's team will be going to the Czech Republic and the women's team will be going to uh, Bulgaria for the next two weeks. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, um, you know, it's temporary relocation that they're saying right now uh, just to make sure, you know, obviously Promete is a, is a is a club that's playing in the Champions League. Their next game is uh, scheduled for March third, uh, when they host uh, Cluj, uh, Napoca in the second uh, game day. Um, you know, 
the the president club the uh, club president of Vol- uh, Vladimir Dubinsky uh, said, you know, I told this to the players and everyone. We shouldn't panic at this time, and we need to be as close as possible. Me and all of me and all members of my family, including children and parents, aren't going anywhere and not running away because I'm not sure that every and I'm because I'm sure that everything will be fine and everything will be and everything will be in Ukraine. Um, you know, there, there, there's warnings, there's, uh, things going on. I don't want to talk too much about politics, but that's sort of the story that we're watching right now, just because it is a political issue. And, uh, you know, s- stories like this, you know, they have, they have uh, ramific- ramifications in sports as well. You know, COVID obviously is a huge issue here, uh, around the world. And, and that, you know, has, has, uh, has, you know, wiped out, uh, a lot of games and, and whatnot. And, um, and so this is uh, something that you really don't want to see, but it is kind of uh, pertinent right now. And so that's why I wanted to bring that up. Uh, young player of the week. Uh, we actually had an interview, uh, for the prospects podcast with Merit Akai. And, um, he just actually notified me this morning that he actually tore his ACL again, uh, which is absolutely devastating. I'm, I'm so devastated for him, uh, you know, and made his way back from the ACL injury and, uh, was back on the court and you know was really looking forward to a strong season, and uh, and then two days ago uh, tore his ACL again and you know he he was out an entire year and you know and uh, and uh, and uh, now at least another ten months uh, going out uh, is is you know sort of the pro, you know the diagnosis or the you know the usual uh, the usual time that you're out so uh, that's young player of the week I just you know. Since especially since that was our podcast this week, and there is a sneak preview of that interview uh, coming up in a, in a minute, um, but just wanted to put that out there and uh, you know, some really uh, um, you know heartfelt consolid, um, uh, uh, you know heart you know, heartfelt uh, concerns and whatnot about that for for Matt Akai. Upcoming uh, event that we are watching, you know, it's Cup weekend here in Europe, and you know, obviously, the Spanish Copa del Rey, King's Cup, is always a fascinating one. Uh, the German uh, German Cup is 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 gonna should be a good one. There's uh, a couple of teams that you know really haven't uh, done anything in the cup, and they have a chance. You know, Chemnitz, Braunschweig, for example. Um, so it's it should be fun weekend uh, around Europe. You know, ever you know, it's a title that everybody wants to. You know, it's the there's two titles uh, that every club you know in the leagues can can win, and uh, this is the first of them. That's the the easier one, quote easier one of them, and uh, so it's going to be a fun weekend around Europe. So really, just pick your country. You know, Turkey obviously with with those fantastic clubs, all of those clubs, and uh, Italy. Uh, it's you know pick your country, and and it, there's some fanta- fantastic stuff. Um, all right, as just mentioned. Uh, a couple seconds ago, uh, I want to give you, we give you a sneak peek of our Taking the Charge Prospects podcast, uh, as I mentioned this week, is with uh, Matt Akai, uh, Turkish uh, 2000 born point guard who has moved, uh, who's back in, in Belgrade uh, at the Dynamic Club for a couple of years now. And uh, and so here is uh, my chat, uh, here is a sneak preview of the chat with him. I uh, hope you enjoy that, and we'll catch you on the other side. Maybe get, let's go back to, I believe it was January 9th, um, 2021. Uh, you landed badly uh, after jumping, and uh, you were diagnosed with a, with a torn ACL, uh, I believe. Is that right? 
Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and that was January 9th, 2021. And then we saw you back on the court finally, January 22nd against the yeah. Dravia. Um, I guess first let's start off with what did it feel like to be back on the court? Oh, it feels amazing. You know, uh, it's, it's been almost 10 years that I'm playing basketball or more than 10 years. You know, you play every day. Maybe you just give a break for a month, mostly like two, three weeks a year. And, you know, even after three weeks, you miss basketball. After vacation, you know, you want to play basketball, go for a summer workout, uh, work individually and stuff. But after not being on the court like one year, it's, it's, it's been a long time and you feel like how, how I love the game, you know, like you feel how, how you miss it. And, uh, and then when you start playing again, you appreciate more uh, to, to be in the court, you know, to be with the team, to, to be able to play in, in front of the fans and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it just, it just you appreciate more everything. When it happened, how... Obviously, you knew right away that it was serious, but... What, yeah. what what did you what did you think when you when you heard you know ACL tear and you know all you, all you have to hear is that and you're like oh man basketball player and you know that there's going to be you know a long time to come back so take us a little bit through those first couple of days when when the diagnosis came oh it's it's been tough it's been tough after I landed bed you know I was I mean I I heard the sound and you know I knew already that it's it's something serious, but after the after the game, you know, first couple of days, I I didn't go to MRI because of the swelling, and uh, I was at home just thinking, you know, if it's ACL or maybe something less serious. I was just hoping for that, and then after after checkup, they told me, you know, I I torn ACL plus some small small ruptures also some MCL and something in meniscus. And uh, you know, I was I, I was devastated after after I, after I hear the information, and uh, so you know, but what to do? Life is going, and you know, uh, there's no time to cry, and uh, and uh, you know, you you cannot just say, okay, this happened. Why it happened to me? You know, I didn't deserve that and, and stuff. It's just, it happens one day and uh, it, like you, you don't wait those kind of things. You, it just happened in one second and, you know, one, one year your whole life changes. It's, it, it's actually taught me a lot uh, about the life, you know, not just because of the basketball. I mean, the, one of the reasons I came here in Belgrade is is grow up as a man, not just because of basketball. So I, I, I actually do care a lot of things, you know. I mean, of course, it's it's not good for me to, to be out of basketball one year, but the advantages of of being out of the court is is actually I improved mentally a lot. All right. Um, 
Yeah, like I said, it's it's devastating, um, devastating for me, and I'm even just like a neutral observer, maybe not totally neutral, but you know, more or less neutral observer. I can't imagine how how he's feeling, uh, and uh, so it's it's really you know head down focus and, and and to get back. There's been players that have come back from you know multiple ACL tears. Uh, Alexander Anitovic, uh, also Serbian. Um, you know so he's up actually in Lithuania now. You know he's somebody that they can talk to. So many guys have come back from ACLs, um, and yeah, he came back already. So it's now it's getting back and uh, so yeah. All right, let's move to the uh, the big interview uh, this week. Like I said, we are talking to uh, Hima Ojeda, sports director at uh, Albert Berlin. We talk about a whole bunch of different things. Uh, sit down, enjoy this one, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Again, please subscribe to the Substack, uh, takingthecharge.substack.com, and if you uh, want to become a paid sub- subscriber, that would be fantastic. Go there. Again, if you think it's too much, drop me a message, contact me, and uh, and you can, uh, and you can, uh, uh, we can talk about that. Uh, so, and if you're, if you're on iTunes, leave us a review. It'd be fantastic. All right. We'll talk to you next week. On the show this week, sports director, Albert Berlin, Mr. Ojeda. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um, Catching you at a time, uh, anytime is probably difficult, uh, and we'll kind of get to some of that over the course of the interview. Uh, and there's a lot of different things that uh, that I want to talk about. Maybe just um, maybe just give us a sort of a state of the union, if you will, uh, for the team. Uh, you guys are 12 and five in the in the BBL, have two games in hand. Again, that we'll also uh, address uh, a little bit later, and then also uh, Euroleague. You're at um, seven and sixteen. Um, maybe your thoughts about uh, where you see the team right now. Mm-hmm. Well, um, <clears throat> I think we are in a yeah in a in a mm, good situation um, both in the in the BBL and the and the Euroleague, um, considering that uh, that we made uh, let's say big changes, you know, and uh, and last summer. Uh, we lost some some players that were important. We uh, changed the coach, um, and we have been suffering, like like some others, but that we also have been suffering the outbreaks of COVID, and during uh, a momentum that it was very bad because I think we reached in, into a we were in a in a good situation. I think we have won like five games in a row or something like that and uh, so we were we were getting there what we wanted to be as a team and then the outbreak of the COVID game and then everyone uh, 10 days quarantine and then no practice after that three weeks with with three games a week um, and very difficult traveling Uh, we had some really bad experience coming back from Maccabi and uh, from Israel some some yeah, bad luck. Um, but we're still competitive. Uh, we're still, yeah, uh, I think uh, handling the situation well. And uh, the most important is like being, um, being, uh, let's say, um, 
respectful with the, with our process. Okay, they are a little different. We always think in the mid long term, and uh, and we are in the middle of, of difficulties, but we want to keep our process going on in the same way. Um, you guys, when you guys were able to finally come back, you you lost you had lost five games in a row. Four of those were in the Euro League uh, before finally beating Würzburg. They just how relieved mm-hmm. were you you and the entire team? Uh, everybody just to finally get another W after really a not being able to play in a while and then not not getting victories. Yeah, no, it, it was a relief because uh, even though, as I said, we have always, uh, let's say, a mentality that is that is going, let's say, a little bit further the the the. Um, the old thinking of uh, winning or lose is 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 everything or nothing, you know. So we, we have this this uh, kind of mentality. Uh, the the wins are the the victories are important, okay? Because the, for the for the belief in what we you are doing is a, I mean it's it's not everything, but it's something that help, okay? So everything everyone is. Uh, so that the, the, the system is competitive and everyone is more happy and relieved if, if you win games. So definitely uh, the game in Woodward was a, was a good relief. It was a difficult game. Um, it was a tie game at the, until the very end. Uh, and we managed to, to win it at the, yeah, at the, the last quarter. Uh, so it was, it was a good, let's say, um, yeah, a good relief. Even though we are not this high when we win and this low when we lose, we try to to stay a little bit in the middle. But definitely, definitely help. Yeah. Um, you you guys had uh, last October uh, in October 2020. You had um, I think it was six cases, uh, an outbreak there, and then you had another one uh, sort of after the New Year's Eve game against Würzburg. Not the yeah. Wurzburg game we were just mentioning, but the, the one actually that was after New yeah. Year's that put you guys in quarantine. Um, maybe just for, for someone who, who might not, you know, be dealing with on a daily basis or whatnot, just what's it like dealing with all of these COVID restrictions, regulations, and everything else that goes along with it, traveling, you know, making sure, you know, you go into, you know, country this and, and, and everything else. What, what is all that like? Well, it's a, it's a, uh, I would say it's, it's very uh, bothering. It's a pain in the ass. Okay, so the whole the whole situation. Um, I was talking with Mita de Mirel, the former um, sport director and player here, and um, and uh, he was telling me, man, I don't envy you at all. Okay, because uh, the 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 work now of the the job now of the sport director is, is not only the regular job. But it's also now the last years uh, becoming more and more uh, different in terms of dealing with a lot of regulations and a lot of uh, uh, traveling staff and uh, and a lot of um, uh, measures and, and how to handle the practice and, and the combination uh, of, of uh, the, the teams getting into the gym, for example. Okay. So we are, we are a club that, that pushed the culture uh, 
to to have people in the our people in the practices okay so i encourage since since we get here we really encouraged our coaches to attend our practice with the pros okay so the coach of the of the whole club mbbl job bbl under 14 you know the girls there um and 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 i also try to facilitate the possibility that the pros practice and right away there's another team in before or after so we get along each other well you know and better and the coaches and the pros start uh, knowing you know the young kids that I'm behind and the kids get to know the pros a little closer you know because we have a small practice facility um, and this all all of this is gone because you need to handle with leaving like 15 20 minutes whenever the our team finishes in order not to cross anybody else in the in the gym uh, and not not letting every, every everybody I mean anybody in uh, attending the practices for example or and uh, and that's that's really sad because we're losing this kind of, of philosophy connection that that we have okay and and dealing with a lot of also a lot of all these things it's uh you know the whole restrictions as you said in the countries are different you know so it's the people need to um, present a lot of uh, let's say forms or fill up forms to get into the places and and the whole coordination with the other Uri clubs in order to travel there um, it's uh, honestly I, I I can't wait to to get rid of all this this extra activities that's not only the sport director I mean yeah. we have a lot of people in the organization dealing with these things okay so we have Justus Straven that is uh, our operation as manager that, that, that he can become a kind of an expert uh, of COVID and test and, and PCRs and, and, and a lot of things and regulations and so but it's really, yeah, it's it's like exhausting. I would say it's exhausting. I, I just like me not. I don't envy you guys at all. But you, what you, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, I, I totally appreciate also because if you guys weren't doing this, I wouldn't have a job as 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 a basketball reporter. But I don't envy you know everything that you guys got to do. I mean, even even in general, you know, the travel and everything that you know, the schedule that goes along anyhow, and then all of these other things that you have to worry about. Also, not knowing if your game is going to take place, you know, which is yeah, also. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of that, and, and I know, and, 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 and I don't want, this is not a, uh, this is not a, 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 an allowance or whatever for you to complain at all, but, but, but maybe just talk a little bit about how maybe your thought process now, um, in dealing with the games that you guys lost or have to make up, um, you know, you have two, you're, you're, you're four games short of everybody. You have two games that, uh, less played, fewer played in the, in the BBL, two games, fewer in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the Euro league. And that means three games a week. Um, and I remember, I remember an interview, uh, uh saw a quote from Mauro Lowe saying, you know, everybody's just limping off the plane, you know, um, yeah. just the schedule, you know, looking between, uh, you know, you got a, had a stretch of, of six games in 13 days, and that's not even just, and that's not even just Germany. You know, that's everywhere in Europe. Um, so, and maybe just how, um, how you how you guys try to deal with it, also sort of managing it. You know, because you might not want to have everybody play, but then you 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 want to be competitive, um, but also to kind of keep players from getting injured because that's also something that you want to have to consider. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the, so the the whole 
the the, the problem is is not only that uh, you need to play um, uh, games maybe every every second day, uh, and, uh, but the traveling is not um, uh, let's say normal life traveling. Okay, so we're we're having. Um, I mean, I remember when I get here, uh, the the there were flights from Bonn to to Berlin. I would say five or six or Frankfurt for sure. You know, so every hour or something like that flies or Stuttgart or Munich and 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 we we came back by train the other day from Bonn uh, because there were no flights. I mean, there was one really early morning flight that we cannot catch it and uh, late one you know, in the evening. So, so we do the train, by the way, we're, we're happy doing the train because we, we feel it comfortable, you know, it's, if, if it's not that long. Uh, and, and uh, we really, yeah, I think sometimes it's even better. We, we pick up the train more than the, the plane sometimes. Uh, but that means, you know, like, like uh, we left, I don't know, it was 10 in the morning, the hotel, and we arrived to Berlin at the, uh, five uh then heading to the practice facilities to do a pcr test for everyone and so the whole day was out and and that was the day off for the players okay <laughs> so the, the problem is not only play games but but that you cannot rest and you cannot practice okay and and it's as Mauro say you see people getting out of the of the plane especially because there's the, the, the flights are, I mean, the traveling now is more complicated. Okay. It's more complicated. There's less uh, frequency of flights and, and, and destinations. Um, so it's a, it's a double problem. Uh, we try to manage. Um, okay. With the, I think that the, it is important to, to, to face the, the reality and accept what is the situation that we're going through. And then, uh, I mean, the whole group, the whole, uh, uh, let's say, organization uh, have that clear, okay? And, and, uh, and uh, we try to, to transmit, to, or I try to transmit to the, to the players um, that uh, that is uncomfortable, that is, that is difficult, but it's what we're going through, okay? And, and there's nothing else that we, can, that we can change. I mean, we're trying to do our best. Um, in with every trip, with every situation, organizing the, the, the trip as good as possible. Uh, but they are good people and they are understanding the situation um, and they are keeping a, a positive and optimistic mentality, okay? And then regarding the games, uh, I think it's something that is helping us. I mean, we cannot decide. It is, it is not on us to decide, uh, okay, this game we need to sacrifice and let's not to compete. Let's rest people because let's think in the, in the next game, because I think we all have experienced that when you try to pick certain games, you know, then at the end, everything goes the other way around. Okay. So the one you think you cannot win is the one that you could have win. And, and, and so it's true that, that, that we plan um, situations to rest the players uh, to try to, um, let's say, no, no overexpose them in minutes and in, and in situations because the games are, are not going to stop, okay? But we want to be competitive in, in, every, in, every, uh, in every game and we want to try to win, to, 
to compete until the end that's every win okay there's some exceptions i think uh the the game in in milan that we just uh, came out of the quarantine, you know, so with no practice at all, only the shooter route. So we obviously were thinking more and, okay, let's try to do well. Let's try to to pay a lot of attentions to how the players feel. So there was a, uh, they had the, the, our head of performance that is with us, the physios, the, the doctor, they were pending all the time of the players, if they will ask him for substitution and ask them when they come to the bench, how you feel, you know, if they feel tired, then we don't do a normally rotation. You know, if a guy feels tired, we tell the coach and the coach say, okay, I need to wait until they come. He's ready now to come back into the game. You know, normally it's not like that. Uh, but this game, it was, it was like this, but the rest, we just try to be competitive with the roster that we can present. Okay. And the roster sometimes is like a player need to rest because uh, he cannot, uh, he cannot really play because he has a physical problem or, or, or something like that. Okay? Or he's so, coming back from an injury and you don't want to over, over tax him too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that's something that helped us. Um <clears throat> With this stretch of, of games, the philosophy that we implemented uh, with the coaches regarding how to approach the games, it's like, of course, they do a lot of job and they analyze the opponent and, and we really, um, you know, study or they really study, you know, so how the others play. And uh, but the main uh, you, you cannot address uh, everything so we're focused since years our philosophy is like to pay more attention to your own team okay so we spend a lot of uh, time improving our players improving the way we execute the things improving the decision uh, making uh, of, of, of our players um, and we spend a lot of time doing video to analyze that. And uh, and we don't do a scouting reports of the other teams that we present to the players. With The coaches analyze that, and then they have the ideas, okay? But the general approach is always more or less the same, okay? So there's certain things that we, that we work, and, and we work a lot of things. For example, we have a lot of different ways to, to defend the pick and roll. Sometimes we, we trap, sometimes we just stay behind. So the different kind of, of situation, uh, because it's part of our belief that the players need to have all the options. And then we will do one thing or the other, depending of not only the team, but the situation. Okay. And then... Imagine if you need to play these this games every second day and you need you finish a game and the next day you travel and you need to do a video session for the next game, okay? And then what do you talk about? Hey, listen, they do this, this, this. We want to do this in this play. This guy's a shooter. This guy's... There's no time for that because mm-hmm. then you don't work about your thing. So we prefer to say, okay, listen, our game last night, we did this wrong, this, this, we didn't take the right decisions. We need to pass the ball here or more or blah, 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 a lot of things. Um, and then those are the things that we need to improve in the next game. And that is useful for the next game. So I think it takes a lot of a stress out of the players and of the coaches whenever the rhythm is game every second day. So I think it was a kind of advantage. Maybe we are not that prepared tactically against the others, but we believe in a different way. Yeah. You mentioned uh, positivity, uh, um, 
positive and optimistic thinking. And I, I want to bring up uh, this December 2nd, 2020. You're going to probably be like, oh, man, I don't even know. Just help me. What happened that day? And that was round 13 of the EuroLeague uh, uh, against Fenerbahce. Uh, huh? That was the not only the record victory, uh, but for in my eyes, much, much more important and, and really a phenomenal uh, feat. Uh, the final uh, three minutes uh, were played by four, five players from Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, and four of those guys, uh, so the five players were Tim Schneider, Niels Gafai, Jonas Matese, Kamata Delo, and, and Maura Lowe. Only Lowe was the, uh, was the, was who didn't come through the Alba system. Um, I was, you know, I, I wrote a piece on this and, and, you know, it's, it's, it really hasn't been done since split, you know, Yugo Plastica, where all the guys were from yeah, split. Yeah, yeah. So Dude. as someone who lives in the basketball world, um, and you know, what, what did it mean for you? What did it mean for Marco Baldi and, and the whole club to, to see five Berlin kids on the floor at the same time in a Euroleague game? It's, uh, um, it, it was, uh, it was something is, uh, very big, you know, I, I would say, okay. So even though now we are kind of, um, used to it, you know, so we we don't take it as a, as a, as a you know as a that big thing no more but i remember uh that um you know when that is start to happen a little bit you know so our our own people from 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 the media you know department they were texting in the group that we have you know so uh we have three berliners in the core now or we have you know or even we have in the roster like three guys or four guys out of our you know program or you know things like that okay and then i start feeling you know how uh, because you tend to not realize when because you know you see them every day practicing you take the decisions in summer okay this is going to be the roster this is going to be the the, the team and and of course there's a, an intention behind all this you know and and since the beginning i said you know so uh, to the to the ownership here whenever they interview me and said like my goal is try to to uh, um, keep uh, an organization like Alba being very competitive at the maximum level. At that time, we were, you know, out of the semifinals in in the BBL for for a little while, and then, the, you know, in, in EuroCup, and um, so. But but Alba obviously was a winning organization in the past. Okay, so uh, and uh, do this, but at the same time, try to develop our program, our people, you know, our young guys, because I think the potential is in, in a city like, like Berlin is, is high. It should be high. And, and it is high. Okay. So, um, but then when that happened, then you feel like, like a real, really, you know, proud myself. I, I was really proud of all the, let's say for all the people that has been around working about that. Okay. So the player development, the, the youth coaches, you know, like, like all the guys that we have here, like Marius, like Norbert, like Vladi, like, like Nikki, all the guys in the program that have helped to develop the kids, you know, um, because I, I remember, I, I, I still consider myself a, a guy from, from the youth program, okay? Because this is what I do at the beginning. I was a, a coach in the youth program, and I feel it that way. And I was super proud when I made the pro team in Gran Canaria as an assistant coach, and I was desperately trying to connect the youth with the, with the pros because it was something always a little... Um, and, 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 and I kind of feel the way they feel when that happened. 
Uh, and those, those are the people that I approach afterwards. And they were super excited and, and you know, because they, they are not there in the headlines, uh, but they really feel proud, you know, because, you know, when you see a kid that you have uh, practiced, you know, or you teach him when he was 11, 12, 13, 15, uh, and you see him, you know, playing in a EuroLeague game with, the others Berliners are coming out of our program. It was it was a very special moment, um, and obviously uh, Marco, you know, that is that is the one that built everything here, everything from scratch. Uh, it was also you know a, a, a very good good thing for him, you know, and um, and again I think um, this is something that that. Uh, <clears throat> That we not I don't want to sound pretentious or arrogant or whatever, but but I think that there is a kind of a good example to to okay we can you know I think I think the whole business is has been going too fast moving into a situation that players need to move from once place to the other that uh, that the the young kids are not ready to compete. Uh, and and uh, you know and it's kind of truth, okay. So I said the Real Madrid set up a good example, okay. So they can, might not be able to put five guys at the time, but they develop always a, at least one talent, you know. And for them, it's even more difficult because the 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 demanding um, pressures and expectations and everything. Pressure, else. you know, is to win the Euroleague. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. okay, we can we we want to do better, but we don't have this pressure of saying okay, we need to win the Euroleague or we need to do the the, the final four. We want to try to improve, but you know, and uh, and okay, I think that 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 is that is a, that is worth it. You know, that people try to develop. You know the, the the players. You know, and and I I can I can talk for hours about about this topic because there's a, there's a gap always when, I, when the kids are eighteen until they need like three four years to develop. Okay, and, and we tend to <clears throat> forget about them. You know, and then when the kid is is MBBL and he's super talent and and he compete against same age, we say, oh, this guy's super good. And then the teams, okay, I'm going to get this guy he's good but then obviously one two years competing against against older people is mm. difficult for them yeah. for all of them okay and and uh and and we need to be patient and we need to create the condition and the atmosphere for them to be able to develop because then whenever they 24 25 then they explode oh this guy we forgot about this guy you know like uh, yeah Listen, we need to help them. Yeah. It's not like, oh, he's not good enough. He's not ready. And then he goes. You know, so. It's not like a 19-year-old uh, man, you know, uh, a management student is going to be able to, you know, run a company, you know, or be a major factor in a company at, at, at 19. So same Exactly. Thing. I always, sorry, I always, I always uh, try to, I mean, put the same example, okay? Even for the kids, because uh, we, I'm, we're, I'm facing also an uh, other situation here. We have the players, NBBL, we, we play them in Pro B, uh, and, and then maybe even they, they have them stints with the, with the pros, with the BBL team, and then... Uh, next year, the whole environment is like, what's next? What's next? And now you are going to, and, and I said, like, listen, whenever you finish high school and you want to be a good doctor or you want to be a good lawyer or you want to be whatever, I mean, you prepare yourself. And then you go to the university for four years, five years, three years, you know, and uh, 
and 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 then you're ready to 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 jump. And you're ready to it. play a, the, a minor role, you know. Like you're ready to exactly a, as a professional. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. you you're not a you're not a, a one year student in the in the medical university, and then you said, you know what, I want to jump into this uh, hospital because I want to do surgeries now because I was very good doing the the surgeries in the practical room, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's exceptions. Luca Doncic, Franz Wagner. Yeah, okay. But that's not the regular thing. So I'm trying, I think that there's two faces uh, here. One is like the, the kids and the environment pushing them to do something that they are not ready. And then come on, take it easy. Uh, stay, you know, in a place where you can improve or keep improving during two, three years. And then you will be ready to start being a, a professional. And is the other phase is the clubs. That is what I said before. It's like, oh, no, he's 19 or 20. He's not ready. Okay, he's not a BBL player. Okay, he's not worth it. No, I mean, check the guy whenever he's 23, you know, develop him whenever he's 20, 21, 22. And then um, your, your title is uh, sports director Alba Berlin. And mm -hmm. unlike most sports directors uh, i would i would assume i, I not 100% but i assume most of them uh, they're not in charge of the club's women's teams for example mm -hmm. uh, which you uh, play a big role in that um, and uh, and you've there's been clear communication uh, that the that the that the women's game uh, that the women's team in the uh, within well uh, berlin uh, has a different status, you know, than in the past that you, you know, you want to bring it up at a, um, to, to a, you know, to a respectable, to a respectable is not the correct word, um, but you, you, you want to, you know, lead it uh, into uh, more of a professional uh, establishment. Uh, you know, you know, they have their own team, your own, you know, they have team doctor, there's professional contracts. Uh, I saw a quote saying, you know, um, you know, some of these, some of the players might not have enough money to live on, um, but you, you, you said that you know you don't want to just take money that was taken from the, the from the pro team and just you know bring in, uh, uh, you know maybe a, a player uh, who can help right now, but you want to help build it over time and build something sustainable. You know, there's also you know uh, added presence, you know, social media, website, everything else uh, from the women's side. Um, it's, and, and actually just like the men's, uh, uh, the men's Alba Berlin team, the women's Alba Berlin has the uh, most members in all of Germany. Um, and it's been that way since, uh, since actually, uh, 2016, um, they're right now at, uh, 12 and three in this, in the, uh, in the second division North, uh, tied for second place uh, at 12 and three in the, in the North division of the, uh, of the, of the women's league. Um, what are your, your thoughts about the women's team, where, where you see them at and, and maybe, um, sort of short, this short, short to midterm goals for them. And, and also what it means for you to also be part of that, uh, you know, uh, be part of the women's program as well. I know well, there's a lot, um, I know there's a lot in there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no problem. And, uh, no, I mean, so for the, 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 the way you start the, the, the question is like, uh, uh, it reminds me when, when I get here, I remember that I asked my first year. Uh, so when, when, the, you know, the event of the, of the MBBL top four uh, will be, you know, it was in, in Ulm 
and um, and I had that. I, I draw, but I mean, down from from Berlin, and I show up there for the for the the top four, you know. And I remember the people approaching me. It was a, it was a very good event with a lot of people and in in their old gym and. Uh, um, and then there was people that approached me, you know, and said like, oh, okay, so it's really good to see you here, you know, because there's nobody else from, from a BBL, let's say, club. I mean, obviously not sport directors. It's a little tricky because most of the, of the, of the teams still not, don't have a sport director. Mm-hmm. And this is the coach running everything. And the coach were playing that weekend. So they cannot, I mean, Torsten uh, show up because he was, you know, in, in Ulm. And obviously, you know, he get there, okay, after the, the BBL game and before and, uh, but nobody else, okay. So, uh, and it, it was a, for me, it was a, I mean, I'm the sport director uh, and I'm a sport director that, that want to connect, you know, uh, I, I see that way. I mean, the, the youth and the, and, the, and the pros, you know, I mean, we are the same thing. I mean, so if you want to develop, you, you need to, I need to get involved, you know, so I'm involved in whenever we recruit a, a job BBL player or an MBBL player, okay? Of course, I have a guy that runs the whole thing that is Raul Rodriguez and, and he's the best doing that. Uh, but I want to. I need to be involved because I'm the one that need to push the guys up to to be with the pros. Um, and I say that because I feel uh, I feel it immediately the same with the women. Okay, so um, we um, had uh, every year we have a one uh, workshop the managers okay of, of the club uh, marketing communication financial and we go in a weekend you know so to to do uh, two days of full of, of work sessions you know and 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 that's something that that uh, it surprised me at the beginning when I came here I never done something like that in back in Spain and it was super good because we were talking about the future of the club how do we see the future how what do we want to uh, achieve what a you know and 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 it's a way to push ourselves you know to set goals and try to go there and um and uh and i don't know if it was three four years ago uh, i think three years ago something like that i don't know i mean we one of the main points was what what to you know we put women's basketball and and some other stuff okay like esports and different big topics okay um and we were all, we, we work about it, uh, we talk about it, and we were all, let's say, convinced with the impulse to say, we're a basketball club, uh, we want to develop our women uh, uh, section, you know, uh, as well, okay, because, uh, because this, is, this is what is fair and, and logical, okay, so we want to provide the kids with the possibility to play basketball and all levels, and and uh, and and a, a professional level, we wanna um, we wanna develop a professional, let's say, team that we're doing with the BBL with the men's, um, and we are we were already doing this thing open the possibility to girls to play basketball, uh, but we need to do better, and we, and and we need to do let's say even equal if it's possible, you know, one day, and uh, and even with a professional team, okay? So the way we approached, and it was Marco, okay, that I said is, is the leader of, of, the whole, of the whole things here. It, it was like, okay, but um, this is something that it shouldn't be artificial, okay? So we don't want to just 
have a, a, a men's team that get, uh, let's say, incomes in ticketing, sponsors, and then we dedicate some kind of, uh, I would say, donations to put it in the, in the women's uh, team. What we want to change, uh, and that sounds a little, you know, so too much or pretentious, but, but I think it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's the truth. It's, it's like we really want to change the, 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 the status of certain things and in our environment, okay? So, and we are, we are part of the society in Berlin, and we want to try to change that. And we want to try to change the status that there's less possibilities for women's to play basketball that, than for men's, okay? Uh, and, and what can we do about it, okay? So let's try to change that. And, 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 and again, we believe that this is, that this is, um, um, this is something that he has to have value on his own, okay? So we want people to come to see the girls' uh, team, the women's team. We wanna, uh, we wanna, uh, want to have a sponsors that wanna uh, a sponsor mm-hmm. the women's team because mm-hmm. itself. Okay, um, obviously we're Alba, we're 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 an entity altogether, and we want to be that, that way. So that's the reason that since the first moment, you know, uh, we decide there. Uh, they the the question came up. Okay, so we need to maybe bring in somebody to take care about the signings and everything about the women's. And I said like, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm responsible of that. I mean, I feel responsible of that. Uh, and, and the same way we encourage ourselves. So our marketing director is responsible of that. Okay. So, and then we might need, and we did to bring people in to get bigger in the teams, marketing team need to be a little bit bigger. Okay. So and and communication team need to be, a little bit bigger because now we have more tasks is we need to communicate everything about the, the, the women's uh, team. Uh, and this is what we did, but, but we are not, uh, let's say um, I, I, I had a, um, yesterday a situation like that talking about this, this women whole thing, because we're, we're thinking ahead the future and what to do and the plans and the business plan and things like that. Um, and it was a situation with, with somebody that said, no, but, you know, I'm not in charge of, I'm in, and say like, no, no, this is, we are Arba. I mean, you are, you are this, you are this either for the women's and for the men's, you know, it's the same thing. This is the club. And from now on, we have more tasks and this is how it is. And it's challenging because uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, let's say super prepared. So I not, I, I don't have a big knowledge of the, of the women's leagues and the women market and, and I don't have that many contacts as I do with men because I have been doing for, for years, okay? So I started, you know, to do a lot of things, to watch a lot of games. Uh, I knew about it, okay? Because ba- female basketball in, the, in, Spain. In, in Spain is pretty yeah. big. Yeah. And in Gran Canaria, yeah. when I'm from, I grew up uh, with, the, with the being uh, in, in, in an island that the, the, the team the club with more titles and, and, and the biggest club, it was a female. Okay. So it was not the men's, the men was later big, but the female was the, the one. Okay. Um, and, uh, and we have a relationship. We play against each other with under 12 against their under 12, things like that. Okay. So I knew about a lot about that, uh, but not from a pure professional, super job. So I need to, 
you know, to to speed up, you know, the the whole situation to deal with with agents, with uh, uh, how to recruit uh, players, and 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 again, and another thing that we are doing is like we are not in a hurry. We want to be as higher as possible. So first division, the next step, okay. Uh, but not in a way that we sign three, four, five Americans or foreigners, and then we move up, and then you know. So so what, what ha- happens? What happens if they up? go somewhere else, and then you, you the exactly. next player exactly. you sign isn't the same? And exactly. So we have six juniors, six uh, WB MBBL players. Uh, NBL players in, uh, you know, the, the pro team. So they, they play both, you know, so it's part of our DNA. Our young girls are part of the pros and then they, and they compete there. Okay. So, um, and, and where we are working all these years is not in, in putting into more money in the, in the semi pro team, bringing more pro players, uh, we are improving the team a little. Every year we bring another uh, new player uh, from Berlin or from out, outside with, uh, yeah, with, uh, with a certain compensation, financial compensation. That's something that we started like two years ago. We start paying all the players. Most of them is, is like a, a stipendium, let's say. It's a small you know, uh, money and we try to help them with, we have now uh, an apartment, you know, for not only for players that we can bring from outside, but also players from Berlin that live far away to make the life easier for them to study and play. Um, and, and, and we are trying really to grow in the base. Okay. So we want to have as much little girls playing basketball as possible because that is go- is what is going to uh, feed the pro team one day with players, okay? And this is what we want. We don't want to just be there and then, oh, we don't have nobody to call up because they're not good enough or we don't have enough girls to play, okay? So Well, just like it- the same thing that you're doing with the, with the broad base at the, at, the, at the boys' level where you have – then you have the the five Berlin kids uh, on the yeah, floor exactly. at a Fenerbahce game. I, I I would love to actually continue uh, talking more about this, but there are a couple other things I do want to uh, ask you about, um, and I don't want to take uh, you know loads and loads of your time. Um, one of the other things that you guys have actually done, you guys are very in, innovative club, is the Albert Berlin College, um, and I know that Akeem Vargas went through that, and and, and Tim Schneider did, um, and is and, and as in so many things, uh, when they become new. Uh, let's say on the market, um, you know, they, they get press, if you will. Um, and then they just kind of go, you know, get forgotten. Uh, and I was just kind of wondering, you know, uh, status of the Albert Berlin college, how it's going, uh, if, is the benefit that you guys thought that it could have, has it actually come to fruition that way? Um, just maybe give us a sort of an update status mm-hmm. report yeah. on Albert Berlin college. Yeah, so you you said right. Um, this is something that that when I get here and I see that we have that in place, okay. So we're or starting this this cooperation with with the with this uh, 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 college, okay. Um, I I was super excited about it, okay, because I think is a. Um, it, it's it's really a good combination. Uh, if, if if the athletes can can study at the same time that they are playing professionally, okay. So I think it's a it's a, it's a good path. Um, and I, and again, I was super excited about it. And uh, we're getting bigger on that. I mean, actually, 
we we not only have these um this um uh, college okay that um, that we are really working together since years and and we have a great let's say um yeah operation but we also get some agreements with two more colleges okay so and uh, in in berlin one is also a college that ha- that is a partner college with or is it is in berlin and in new york so it could be the possibility for somebody also to study there in new york so so we really keep pushing that that path or that possibilities because we believe in 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 those situations obviously we want to do it in berlin for people to be able to study and play here and and is that then different subjects that they can because the albert berlin college initially was was sports and event management exactly that's the thing you know and that's the reason we're going because with about with the albert berlin college i mean it's like uh um uh, again, it's great because they really, they really uh, uh, have all the classes and the studies uh, adjusted and adapted to our root basketball routines. Okay, so the, with the others, we only have corporations. Okay, in a, in a way that is is not that deep. Okay, so that we can get the players there, you know, and 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 study there for free, uh, and they all. They also know that they are professionals, so they will consider certain times where they cannot attend classes, but not that big like the Alba College. Okay, but what we wanna what we wanna uh, give is more possibilities to players uh, and coaches that they wanna study something different. Okay, not only uh, this sport management, but something different. And uh, and um, and uh, you know this 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 other college has also. Um, a lot of possibilities of, of, of studies, okay. Um, but as but as you uh, but as you mentioned, I am I mean it's going very well, especially for a lot of people within our our organizations, like coaches, uh, like like uh, people that is not just players, like Tim Schneider, for example, that is running it or a king that did in the, in the time, but uh, a lot of coaches. We have a lot of young coaches studying that and coaching in our, in our program. And we have a lot of people uh, doing the, all the practicum in the, in the organization, okay? So, for example, our, our team manager with the, with the BBL, with the pros, and it's, a, it's a Madeleine, uh, she did those studies, okay? Then she finished. And she was doing practicals uh, with us, and now you know she stayed in in the organization. She get a job as a as a team manager. Okay, so she's responsible for everything in the in the Euroleague and BBL team, the, all the traveling, everything. So uh, we have a lot of people coming out of the college that is that is uh, joining the the company after that, and that's very good. But I'm still. You know, not frustrated, but a little bit. I would love that this will get bigger and and regarding the players. Okay, so regarding the players, <laughs> I figured that was coming. <laughs> uh, that, that, that the players can really you know benefit out of that. But but I have to say that is it's difficult because the culture is is different. You know, they decide. Okay, I wanna I wanna be a basketball player, and then I try to be a basketball player and focus on of, of, of that. Okay, so we we still need to try to. You and know, if they wanted to go to college, they would actually go to the United States, for example, to go college exactly, and have the combination. Exactly. They want to do both, both things, you know. Yeah. So that's that's still the thing, you know. So yeah. it's there's a I would say that there's a like a brightest future of this in the women, 
because mm-hmm. women's is like you see how 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 everything is different you know so the whole approach with our own girls for example um uh, and this is what i mean to change things you know and in, in the society is like they have a real vision when you talk with our juniors or, or you know they 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 are all thinking i want to do this you know for for living that this is be a doctor a lawyer uh, i don't know whatever mathematics whatever they want to do scientists okay this is what i want to do but i would love to keep playing basketball so i'm i will try to find a school here to keep uh, you know practicing or even some you know that 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 they work already i want to work but i want to ask for a job only in the mornings to be able to practice and and our mbbl players you ask them and they they think oh I'm, i might try to be a professional basketball player uh so i might not study at the beginning try and so it's a different concept because but why is happening because the women's the girls they don't see that as a possibility. We haven't really, as a society, offered them, you can take a year off. You know, we tell sometimes to the to the kids, oh, well, we don't we don't say because we're the opposite. We want them to study, you know, but they mm-hmm. come and they say, No, I decide with my parents we will take one year off. And then is when we push, no, try to study something, try to study a language, you know. So if you don't want to get into the university okay we offer we have a a cooperation with the with a sponsor is very good it's a language uh, school and then we offer possibilities for them to study different languages okay so do something uh but with the girls that's not even nobody tell them no you can try to be a professional basketball player you okay? because the reality is like they are not making the living out of that okay so there's still a, a, a long way uh, but those are the little things that I that I think in regarding this college thing and say okay let's let's give all these these uh, uh, scholarships you know to to the to the women's to the girls because they they really want to do both things at the same time. Um, you another thing I'd like to ask you about is uh, Spanish coaches. You of course are Spanish. Uh, you had a Spanish legend there uh, le- legend uh, at, at the helm of the team with Aito there for a few years and uh he's out now and his assistant uh, israel gonzalez is there um and uh so there's actually four spanish coaches uh there's diego ocampa at frankfurt mm-hmm. uh, jesus ramirez uh in braunschweig uh gonzalez and then also um pedro Cayes. pedro Cayes, pedro Cayes at at uh, at uh, uh at hamburg um and you know, and there's only actually now there's only one, but going into the season, there was only two German coaches, uh, um, uh, Dennis Wuchera at Würzburg and Sebastian Gleim at, at, at Frankfurt, uh, at, uh, at, um, at Kreisheim. Um, Kreisheim, yeah. but well, we have now another right with uh, in Oldenburg, you know, Ingo is back. I guess Ingo's back, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. but but you know, one of the things was you know, before, um, I wrote an article on my Substack that said, you know, before people go crying and saying, you know, this is the worst thing for 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 German basketball. Uh, one of the things that I, that I noticed was that if you look at the number of minutes from uh, U22 players, so born 2000 and later, who are eligible for the German Young Player Award, um, three uh, the top three teams in Germany in minutes were all Spanish coaches. Number one was Frankfurt with uh, Diego Ocampa, uh, Braunschweig, uh, obviously uh, uh, um, Jose, uh, Jesus Ramirez with with all of those 
uh, uh, young Germans, um, and then and then you guys with uh, with uh, Matasek and 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 Delo, and even uh, even Kalis's uh, Kalis may have been higher if Thresher had been able to you know hadn't had those injuries and, and would have been able to yeah. play. So the, the the question to you is 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 you know as as a, as um, you know as someone who's kind of been now in the German market for a few years as someone who had this the Spanish legend who uh, allowed young players to make mistakes which and he's always done that over his entire career and did that in Berlin um, where do you um, how do you how do you see this 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 landscape of of young Spanish coaches here uh, in in Germany. And, and what do you think that kind of means for the German game? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I, 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 I saw the article. Was, I mean, that's this, what you said, what you put there. And, and, and it was very, you know, it was curious. It was, it was good. It's the same like, like the other, um, on Twitter the other day, I saw somebody that put that Barcelona, Real Madrid, they were first and second in the EuroLeague and then in the EuroCup. It was Juventus, Gran Canaria, I don't know, Valencia or whatever, you know. And uh, so, so like saying basically that the, the Spanish teams were on top at that time in the, in the European, let's say, uh, leagues or something like that. So it's not easy for me to, to address the, the situation, uh, but uh, but the... Uh, okay, I didn't came here with a mentality of saying, let's bring, you know, the... the you know, the Spanish coaches, because we Spanish is what we do well. And then, you know, so it, it, it was never that, you know, my, my intention. Okay. So, uh, but it, I came, it, it came into a point uh, that, uh, that, uh, that I was convinced that the way to develop the philosophy that, that we want to develop, you know, uh, we have to have the best coach in the world for that philosophy. And that's no question about it. This is, this is Aito. Okay. There's no question about it. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and, and obviously Aito at that time need the, the, let's say the, the help of a Spanish assistant that have worked with him before, because Aito is very particular in the, in the, the way he teach the basketball. And it was something completely different. Everyone is going to, you know, we did a lot of, I did a lot of job, a lot of work before trying trying to make people understand our own management and and the 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 team staff and the players. You know what is the philosophy because it's completely different. A lot of things, okay, and and uh, and then people can get in there. Hey, what is he doing? You know, he's a you know he guys what kind of retired? Is an old old man? Blah blah blah. I remember an article in in the big magazine. You know that it says. Um, it was the David Peak, and um, it says like uh, while Bamber and Munich look to the future ahead, Berlin is going back to the past with very old uh, coach, uh, you know, like out of the modernity or whatever. And it's completely the opposite, you know. It's completely wrong. It's completely the opposite. Okay, so so that's the that's the thing, um, and and obviously I think that as that as you prove. Um, is something good for the German basketball, especially for the German players that that uh, that the Spanish coaches are coaching here because they have the mentality of 
let the young guys play, encourage them to, to, to take decisions and, and to play and to make mistakes and to learn and to grow. Okay. So, because this is something that is, that is, a, this, I think, a pure characteristic in, in, in the Spanish basketball. Okay. Um, I remember uh, my first weekend uh, here at uh, Thomas Page, it was, you know, he's our assistant again, but he was the assistant at that time. And he, uh, it was in the in the cup in Munich 2016. We were there, you know, with uh, Sasha as a coach, and we won it. And uh, and the night before the game, we were there after dinner, uh, having coffee there. And he said, like, ask me, Imar, okay, so I want to ask you something. Why? Because he he follows the whole international youth and thing. He said, like, how is that? Uh, often the MVP of one of these under 20s, uh, European under 20 or world under 6, 17 or 18 or whatever European championships, always the MVP is a Spanish guy, a skinny guy, you know, that physically is not really, I don't know, like Sastre, like Mar Garcia, like all this kind of, of like how, how you guys coach there that you develop these kind of guys, you know? And um, I couldn't really answer that at that time because I did, really didn't know how the, the basketball was in Germany, the coaching, you know? Uh, I realized with, with the time, okay? Uh, but I think that that is what, what you mentioned. I mean, we, I mean, in Spain, in Spain the coaches um, really uh, are focused in try to play the game and try to uh, um, let the guys take decisions, get advantage and, and, and try to, to play the basketball, not with, with uh, using the physicality uh, exclusively. Okay. So obviously if you're an athlete, it's way much better, but if you're not an athlete, you can play too and you can do it. And Juan Carlos Navarro is an example, for example, he's, he's not an athlete at all, you know, in terms of, of strength or, or, or jumping or speed and, but come on, is one of the best players, European players ever, okay? Or, or Gasol is not a super strong, you know, big guy on the low pose or, you know, but, the, but they, they know how to play the game, okay? And, and I think this is the essence of, of, uh, of most of the, of the basketball in Spain. So I think that is a, is a good thing that, that, um, that we have um, Spanish coaches in the BBL. I really think it's a good thing, but not to take the jobs of, of German coaches because actually it's not happening. You know, they're taking jobs of other foreigner coaches. <laughs> there's, only, there's only two Germans now. So exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. you know, so I think the German probably, coaches could, or the German clubs and, you know, whatever, you know, German coaches also learn from it and say, look, you know, I mean, there is, there's a level of success, you know, I mean, exactly, exactly. I think, I think, you know, so, so the branch why took a decision like, like two years ago or something like that, they say, we go with young Germans. Okay. Or we want to push this young German thing. Yeah. And I, I really, you know, uh, uh, you know, applaud this and, and encourage that. You know them, you know, when, when we talk sometimes with the management there and say like, you know, all the respect, you know, I think it's very good because it's something good and different, you know, and and uh, um, and I think, you know, they told us a kind of example, uh, you know, that and I think it was good. It was good. Aito and our program was proven that you can you can play the young guys and you can be successful with the young guys. Okay. And, and with the young Germans, and we have a lot of players here, a lot, a lot of talent and a lot of potential. Uh, and I think it will be very good for the, for the German basketball, you know, this, 
Uh, but also, I want to point out one thing. So, um, uh, Israel obviously came from Spain. Uh, and, and, uh, and Diego Campo also came from Spain. But Jesus Ramirez yep. and Pedro Calles, they yep. both... Yeah. Obviously, they grew well, up. Well, Jesus, Spain, Jesus was here and then left, but I mean, Calas has been here for for years. And yeah, years. but but even be, but even before that, okay, yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. they were young. They yeah. learned all the things in Spain, yeah. but they jumped very young here. You know, German. Jesus exactly. to Ulm and yeah. Pedro to to Quacken Quacken there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and they they and they found their way. You know, okay, they have the roots and of the Spanish basketball, and this is good. But they grew up. Uh, professionally as a basketball coaches here, you know, in, in Germany. Um, and, and, and I think this is good. And what I expect from that is not that more Spanish uh, coaches coming, if they need to come or if a club consider that they need to bring a Spanish coach, okay, it's fine. It's, it's welcome. It could be a Serbian, uh, Finland, uh, Denmark, or whatever, or Greek coaches. It's, 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 it's totally fine, whatever they consider. Uh, but what I expect is like really help that they help the basketball in Germany to, uh, you know, to, to, to really also make the clubs bet on their young coaches if they're ready. Okay. Of course you need to be ready and you need to be professional. You need to really, you know, uh, um, perform. Okay. But I think, uh, Christ time is is a good example. Okay? I was just going to say, just look at uh, Glime. I mean, he was huh? he, if he if 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 Herbert was if Gordon Herbert was still healthy, you know, and, and was able to stay, you know, the full year at, at Frankfurt, maybe he wouldn't have never gotten the the, the step up, and and Krausheim would have said, bring him over, you know. So yeah, and he's it, a young coach, exactly. young coach. Exactly, it's a young coach that developed there in Frankfurt and then took over in Frankfurt. Now jumped to to Christheim and is doing very well there. Yeah. Uh, so I think is uh, yeah, I think is is like it is it, also a double side. Okay, so one, you know, we need to open possibilities also for the coaches. The club should should open uh, possibilities for the young uh, young uh, German coaches, but also. They they need to they need to wanted to do that okay because let me let me put you another example when I get here Henning Harnes that is our vice president and is a really and um, a machine of develop uh, bright ideas um, unbelievable is is a, a genius this guy and and he told me Imar I had a meeting with the 100 coaches that we have in the in the youth okay. And I ask everyone, okay, who want to be a professional coach here or want to coach the, the BBL one day or something like that? And two guys, you know, raise their hand. Two out of 100, okay, out of 100. Then let's analyze. It's because what happened with the women, they don't see a future and that's the reason they are not dreaming about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part is like that, okay, because – I don't know, Italians or Spanish, we, you know, it's, we're, we grew up differently and we have this possibility of, of or even Americans, right? The possibility of being a professional in a sport somehow. It's difficult, but you, you know, I mean, you're not that conditioned to say, no, 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 no. You need to do, look for a regular job or whatever. You, We dream a little crazy sometimes, you know, and maybe here, you know, the, the whole thing is like, no, you need to, you know, follow a path to get a good job. And, you know, and, and obviously it was not a job. And that happened with the players before. One of the reasons that in the past there were not that many Germans players is like 
they didn't see that as a as a job okay because they used to, to, used to be, they used to be uh you you know one one and already i don't think you didn't need any germans and then six six I, came in exactly we played against lubisburg many years ago when i was in gran canaria they they dress in white and black i think at that time even so uh and they we play against them in euro cup no germans zero yeah, zero yeah. Germans. and then and, and i mean six yeah. six was was a revolution you know that yeah, you know exactly. that you had to have six and everybody's like yeah. we're never going to be able to have six no and and exactly and now you know it's, it's it's i mean it's good and let me tell you another thing i think this rule with the years i learned to tend to 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 learn that is I um I think it's a very good rule, very good rule because in Spain they're still with two Americans, but then and this rule is, for example, for me we have the philosophy, okay, that, that we want to recruit Germans mostly, and we always try to bring one foreigner if it's a special case, somebody that we really like, like Kresonikic, I would think is going to be a very high level player, and yeah, certain players like that but the rest germans and i think is it's the 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 this this rule help you know because now there's people offering me um a 21 year old talent okay and i said like listen but if i bring this talent it has to be one better than one of my foreigners okay so and uh so somebody is a is a shooting guard, you know, it's better than than it's better than Marcus Ericsson, obviously not. Okay, so because he's a young kid and it's difficult, and but okay, so then I I rather prefer my guys that is Jonas is Malte there in that position, you know, because they're Germans and they can play in the in the both competitions. Okay, so it's actually a, a very good rule. So I think that, that this Spanish, let's say, influence. Um, and again, it's hard for me to tell because it's, I'm a Spanish, but I think it's good because, uh, I, again, I don't want to be arrogant, but but something that I think we have proved during the last year is that Spanish had a big um, revolution of basketball um, like 30 years ago when, when I was, you know, uh, uh, young and a lot of the coaches were my age, these big generations and coaches that were a little older, like Pedro Martinez, like Julved, all this. It was a big uh, revolution of passion about basketball. Okay, I don't know if it was due to the uh, the, the the silver medal in in Los Angeles '84 or something like that, but it was a, a real boom. That, that now it's proven, you know, all the coaches, all the players that are coming out of Spain. So I think it's, it's you know, I think it, it will be a good thing, a good influence for the German basketball, you know, this this culture to produce our own people, our own players, our own coaches here in, in Germany. Um, your answers are too long and too good. Uh, too many other topics, but I, Sorry, I, 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 I no, 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 don't. That, fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. Please don't, don't apologize at all. Thank you. Um, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you um, about Franz Wagner. Um, you, you saw him, you know, he was, he was the epitome of, of the young player with Aito giving a chance to a young player Euro cup. Um, and, you know, you know, there's the argument stay in Europe where you can uh, play against professionals or kind of go over to uh, to college in the States where I think, you know, I think actually athletically, there's many colleges that are maybe more athletic than than some teams in Europe. That's not mm -hmm. that's not the question. Um, but obviously, 
seeing what France is doing uh, in in the NBA. You lived in the NBA world for 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 a good time. Um, you saw him here. You saw him from afar. Kept communication with him. I'm sure um, at Michigan. Um, your thoughts about what he's doing at, at Orlando? Uh, I mean, in, in, it's it's uh, it's impressive. You know, it's like. Uh, um, let me let me tell you a, a short story. I mean, uh, they play Milwaukee, uh, and um, I I still have a good relationship with Budenholzer because he was the coach in, in the Hawks, and uh, you know, and yeah, we have a we have a good relationship. He asked me for certain things. I helped with daughter coming to Spain, certain things, um, and then we text the, each other from time to time, uh, and um, and. Uh, and he was in shock, you know. So I, I I text him, you know, and I say like, hey, what about you know our boy uh, Wagner there, you know, against, the, and and he answered, you know, he answered, uh, Imar is the is the, I mean, I'm impressed. It's the best game of a rookie that I, I had ever seen, you know. And he's he's there for I don't know how many years, you know, in in the NBA. So he was really shocked of the capacities that friend has. Okay. Uh, um, so I think that is self-explanatory. You know, how big is the impact of, of France in, in the NBA? Um, and I, I mean, I, I can't say that I expect him to be super good in, in the NBA. And that's the reason that I try to keep him here with us, but I try to do in an honest way. Okay. So I try to explain them that I think, I honestly think, that um, and we knew that already, and we talk about it. It's like he's going to be an NBA player, no matter if he went to college or if he went, he stayed with that with us. Okay, he he's going to be. For me, I would say that the difference it will be that going staying with us for another year uh, eventually will put him in a in a h- higher position in the draft. Because a lot of consideration, as you say, I work there, you know, so uh, the information uh, or the, the vibes that the, the, the NBA gets about the Europeans is always a little higher than the ones that they get uh, about the college players, okay? especially foreigners, because they have all kind of information about the college kids. You know, they can ask everything. They can see them live how many times they want. And with the European, it's not, I mean, they miss some information. Okay. So, uh, and I'm saying this is a good thing. I, I tell them, I tell, you know, that my GMs there, Danny Ferry and Wes Wilcox, you know, I said like, listen, I think that we make, when I was there, that we make in, in the draft, there's there's the, the the mistakes the rate of mistakes is higher than it should be and i think it's because they have an an over information you know they are over informed you know and they they need to consider everything you know so i put the example they said like frank broke his wrist in the in michigan you know the first year um and he struggled a little bit shooting after that and I was sure there was somebody there in the, in the organization, or it could be as an example, because it's happened to me when I work with the heart, with the Hawks. Uh, it's like that the third assistant of the team manager was approached by, a, by an NBA scout. And an NBA scout approached you, and you want to say something. You don't want to say, listen, good kid, 
what is concerning to me. No, you want to prove that you know about basketball and you, because you want to grow up. Eventually, you want to end up in, uh, in, in an NBA team. And then eventually could say, you know what? Since the injury, he's not shooting that good. And that's, that is in a report, you know, eventually. I made it up, you know, the thing. But explaining something that happened to me quite similar, okay, to us, to the Hawks. Uh, and this is in the report. And then we need to define, okay, this is not really an important thing because it comes from a source that is not that, uh, let's say, close to the player or the knowledge of the guy, or but it's still in the report. And the reports are full of things like that. In, in Europe, it's different. In Europe, it's different. You ask people, you know, and uh, friends, and they might say, yeah, yeah, he was super good. Yeah, and that's it. But they are not going to say some other thing. Or they say like, yeah, he was there, but I don't know. I never coached him, or but he was good. That's it, you know. And so, or the medical things, and a lot of things. So, I was I was addressing this. In the other hand, uh, the benefit that he get going to college is the the physical, you know. So so definitely he developed physically more than he would have developed with us. This is like that, okay. So and uh, and. Uh, and, and, and I mean, I'm being honest, it's, it's like that. Okay. So I think, and this is what I talked to that, to him, especially and the family as well, that I think that this is the two things. Okay. You stay here, you're going to get, let's say uh, an impact, like, uh, let's say, uh, I would say, I, I didn't say uh, Doncic, but I said like Ginobili, you know, so this knowledge about the game and everything, you know, because you will get it more here that there but in the other hand you will get this there okay so at the end he said like uh, i want to have a life experience of college okay so this thing a study campus you know all this and which is brother had experience as well too exactly so what can you say you know as yeah. so like it's, it's how it is you know and uh, and uh, i was only a little concerned that if something happened you know uh and then that will frustrate the, the the his possibilities then it's a little sad you know if that happened okay because here let's say everything was more secure for sure he will be keep developing and playing because he just moved there and then the coach that recruited him was gone, gone too, right, and yeah. then, so a lot of maybe uncertainties but he was you know he proved that he's a super player you know and and i because when people ask me about college you know i'm not the i i, I I think it's a good situation, you know. I, I will tell you another story. When I get to Estudiantes, the, the head of the youth came to me and said, hey, we have this pointer in the second team that is good, but he's considering to go college, so we need to do something. And I said, like, yeah, I, he's good, you know. The, the kid is good. I like it. But uh, listen, do we consider him as a pro player uh, in the next two, three years? Are we sure that we are going to offer the guy a contract and develop him as a one of the, or the urgencies is like, no, he's too young. No, 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 no. Or he's not good because how can I sit in front of parents of a guy and says like, listen, because he was honest, you know? And then I said like, listen, no, no, you stay here because we believe in you. And then after two years, say, you're not good enough. Get out of here. And he lost, he lost the opportunity to, to have a life experience there. Okay. For me, it's different if you're a top talent like France. With France, I think it's worth it to stay, develop, and then jump to the NBA later. Uh, 
But if you want to live that experience, but basketball, why I I think it's better to to stay here and then jump later. Um, and people, you know, they have we have some players that considering to go college, and then they say like, no, because you know I see an examples, so all, all kind of example. They use France example, they use Maoro, they use Nilsky Fai, they use you know, you know some. They could some also use uh, Freudenberg, for example. Mussini. So, uh, this is where I go. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. where I go. You know, said, Federico like, Mussini, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Federico Mussini, exactly. Those guys, because I was a scouting also. I was in the Hawks. I was kind of this guy. And I said, like, listen, you know, let's let's use the other example. Things can go wrong, you know? So it's not that easy, you know? It's a, Freudenberg is an example. He was, I remember, he was Hartstein and him. They were the top players of the age in Germany, hands down, very good. And Mushidi, you know, very, you know, this generation. Yeah. Uh, and, and Federico, as you said, and, and some other. Martin Hermanson jumped there for, for, for one year and then j- jumped back to, to France. Okay. But uh, there's a lot of cases. So even top talent. So we need, you need to have everything, let's say, very well studied, you know, to, to take a decision like that. And, and I, I see one problem. They are not using all the information that I have because normally they don't they don't um, uh, uh, involve the clubs in the decisions. Uh, the people tend to um, to you know to put the environments around the players, even with the young players, tend to put the clubs in the opposite side. Okay, so um, and I'm trying to convince them that it's the opposite. You know, so we have some players that we, we help them to go college, you know, and says like, listen, you know, I think this is the, oh, I remember Bennett home. So with Bennett, you know, he, he was, school, right? was pushing was pushing him to, I remember to, now you're ready because he played for us 20 minutes again, Lokomotiv Kuban in EuroCup and whatever. And the next year or that summer, you're ready, you need to jump into a BBL. If you're not in the BBL in Alba, then you need to go somewhere else. And I said, like, listen, Bennett, because the kid was super smart and he came and said, Imar, what do you think? And then I said, like, listen, Ben, let me tell you how is the situation. We believe in you. We think you need to improve three things. The, the direction of the team, the management of, of, the, of the team, you know, you're the pointer. Second, the shooting, you need to shoot from, from outside, you know, you need to be consistent. And layups, no more layups. I mean, layups, I mean, one, two layups, forget about this. It's one step, it's, you know, it's flutters, it's like different things. You cannot get in there and pretend to do one, two, because then... And then we gotta t- we want to teach you those things, okay? And you will be better player. You will be more ready. In the other hand, we have now Jonas Matis coming in. He already played some minutes with the pros. So now you compete with him. Now you're in the same status. And the coaches will call him or you. It will depend. It could happen, okay? So uh, I didn't say, no, stay here because Alba, we are contract or whatever. No, that was the uh, my honest opinion. And he decided, you know what? I will stay uh, one more year. And because I said, direction, you will be the main pointer in Bernal. You will be the starting pointer. You keep working with the pros and you will be uh, with our player development working specifically in these two main things for you that you need. And I think it was very good. He was way more ready to jump there. And this decision or going college, you know, I can, I can help the, you know, eventually one says, no, I'm going college one, a couple of years ago, one young guy. Where are you going? This college. Why this college? No, it was the only one I could get. 
<laughs> well, that's the, amaz- that's the amazing thing. These, you know, as an American, I know where actually some, some of these colleges where these kids go, I don't even know where are, where they are. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. you know, it, it, it's sort of the great equalizer of the college, you know, is like, you know, they don't know where you are. So you can get a higher level guy that you, if you were just, you know, looking for an American at that level, you wouldn't be able to get because you're that yeah. smaller college. Yeah. So. Yeah, or or college that they are oriented. I mean, uh, they they are uh, very good for big guys, you know, so because mm-hmm. they yeah. or for guards. And the big guys are only setting the screens, you know, because this is what they do. This is the way they play. Right. And then you're a big guy, and you get there. No, I go there to improve. No, sorry, you go there to set the screens, and so you need to analyze. But sometimes I say, try to not involve me because I want to do things. I have a lot of things to do. But if uh, eventually you approach me or parents or whatever or, and then let's plan together because i don't want to i will be honest i will i will tell you and i told some kids listen this is i, I do every year with the, not only with the pros i have exit meeting with the mbbl one by one all the players you know and and i say i express with raul at the same time and we tell them how we see them and i say like listen we believe in you we think that you can you might have a chance to be a double license or, or listen, I think it's very hard for you to be a part of our BBL roster in the future, but we still, if you want to stay here, we still will work with you in Bernal with the player development, blah, 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 because we, you are one of our guys that, 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 and some stay, some others say, no, I want to go because the whole thing around them. Uh, but I will be honest. I, I don't want to say, no, 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 I stay here just in case the guy explode. No. Okay. So if you, if you explode in other places, good for you, man. So, all right, last question. Let's come back to uh, Albert Berlin. Uh, you guys are twelve and five, as I said, right now in the uh, in the in the uh, BBL. Um, have two games fewer played than most of the teams. Uh, you're actually right now in sixth place, uh, but as mentioned, two games fewer. Uh, and if you, those two uh, get those two wins, uh, you would be back uh, in a home court advantage spot for the playoffs. You guys are two time reigning champions. Um, and one of the things I loved about, uh, about, you know, um, listening to Aito, especially after the yearly games that I would do, uh, was always like, you know, this is part of the process, you know, we're, we're trying to get better over the course of the year. Um, and, um, and then, you know, we're working towards, you know, being the best at the end of the year as well. Um, so, you know, you do have a, you do have a chance to win three in a row. Um, you know, maybe, you know, w- you know, where you think you are, how you feel about the team, in its development, it kind of goes back to the first question, but now looking a little bit more towards the uh, thoughts about getting the, the 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 third championship, which in a row, which you mean you, okay, there's the cup as well in a couple of weeks, but um, you know you know there's what you learn, what you can do uh, on the yearly level, but you know you know uh, you know the, the the domestic league is still where you kind of earn your your bread and butter. So your, your thoughts about where you are. Uh, looking ahead to a possible three-peat. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Uh, so um, our thing is, is, is as, as you mentioned, you know, this, this uh, long-term vision 
uh, and and season by season, you know, to be better at the end of the season. That is when when the titles are are, are going to be decided. Okay, so and and uh, uh, as you said, so we have the Pokal in in two weeks, and, uh, and this is also a, a title. Uh, but we're trying to be at our best at the end of the season. Okay, so we definitely uh think that in order to be competitive and have chances to 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 compete for the title um the better we we end in the in the you know in the standings the you know so 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 the more, more, you know the, the more possibilities we can have to to do it with this home car bench especially this year because for me this is the best uh, bbl season in 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 years uh, because I really see uh, there's normally teams doing it well the last years, obviously all Ulm, you know, Oldenburg, Bamber, the last years, of course, and then Lubisburg is always there. Hamburg or Festa was, you know, there's changing, you know. Uh, but this year you see uh, teams that are really, really solid. Okay, so so apart obviously from from Munich, uh, we have we have Hamburg competing and competing Euro Cup, and then that makes them a little. But they will be competitive. We have Kralsheim, we have uh, Chemnitz, we have Chem- Chemnitz, the clutch winning the their clutch. You know, I think they have they have an amazing absolutely. record in, in games decided by five points or fewer. Absolutely, you know, and then the you know Ulm is as you know they I think they lost the other day, but they were like like rockets, unbelievable, you know. So so there's there's a Gottingen, you know, the year that they have been doing is is great. Uh, so I think it's it's uh, very important this this uh, season. To try to finish at as high as possible, you know, with this home car advantage, you know, at uh, at least uh, until the semifinals. Okay, the 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 I think that the finish first is is a little difficult because uh, Munich is is doing very solid, Bonn is doing very solid, and they're there, you know. Um, so our thing is like we cannot become obsessed with that. So we have that in mind, and we try to to win the games, uh, but um, but uh, this is more or less the plan that you have in your mind, okay, to be solid at this time of the season to secure these spots, but then you cannot predict circumstances like uh, like uh, like you play three weeks, three games a week, okay, and then uh, honestly, we we. Uh, approached the game in Bonn last week as a, a, I think in a great way, and and it proved how competitive and how good is the the team and the coaches and and because I, we thought it, it's it's one of these games that 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 we might lose, you know. So because uh, uh, they were preparing the game the whole week, they played well. It's not that they play bad, you know. They played super well. They scored threes at the beginning. They were there running and pressing, and and they, they really played well. Uh, and uh, and uh, but it could have been, you know, it happened against Lubisburg. Lubisburg, uh, it's a good team and 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 comp- and play well, and, and they beat us. Okay, so. Uh, you cannot kind of predict that, you know. It depends if 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 we have too many games that week, the postponed game that we still have. When are we going to play? It, it could end up happening that we play three games in the week. So the game, the last game of the week, is going to be tough, you know, and maybe decisive for this stance. So then we just need to focus and try to. Uh, 
get more solid like we were before, for example, the, the, the last COVID outbreak, that we were in a position that we had games, but we, were, we had a lot of um, arguments in the games to win you know, the games in the BBL on the weekends, okay? So not that many arguments during the week, but on the weekend, we were consistent, you know, to do that, okay? And, and this is the status that we need to get, okay? So get the status that even though we have two games that week, we approach the, the, the game in the, in the weekend with enough arguments, you know, with the people in enough, you know, uh, let's say a, a position and, 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 and preparation to really give the best, okay? And it was not coincidental. This straight, stretch that we have before, before the COVID, um, we had everyone healthy. So we could we could rotate. Everyone was competing at the, at their maximum, and that that's the reason, you know. And now we have uh, we have now uh, injuries and people coming up in and out, and so. But uh, but no, we're focused in trying to to secure if if possible this spot, and we have the pressure because as, uh, you know we cannot lose too many more games because it looks like Munich is not going to lose. It looks that Bond is not going to lose that many games. Ulm is not Ulm going either. to yeah. Ulm have found their way. Games. Yeah, so, so, no, it's good. But I think it's, a, it's a great news, you know. It's, it's stressful for us, you know. Uh, but, it, but I think it's a great news for the league, you know, that, that we have this competitiveness and, and, and difficulties for, for the bigger teams to, to even, you know, finish there. And uh, I think it's very good. Let's end on the uh, positive and optimistic, uh, fantastic stuff. Uh, Himar Hedo, thank you very much, uh, Sports Director Alva Berlin. Thank you for taking so much time uh, and uh, wonderful information. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there's plenty of other things I would have loved to have talked about, but I'll save that for, for when we actually finally meet up again. Been way too long. Uh, good luck. Stay healthy uh, and, and everybody else. Uh, and, and good luck with the women's side. Good luck with everything else. And again, like I said, thanks for uh, so much time. Again, thank you for having me, and uh, and uh, sorry for the long answer. No, I, I thank you for the long Fantastic stuff. And we can we can do it any other time. So so I I love to to speak about basketball and projects, and so any other time. All right, fantastic. 